I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You want to do a little warm-up chit-chat before we start? No. Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, a vegan food podcast. I'm Becky Streepy. And I'm your co-host, David Streepy. You could introduce yourself as the co-host. I'm co-host Becky Streepy. Or you could be like, I'm your host, Becky Streepy, and I'll be like, and I'm your co-host, David Streepy. But that makes it sound like I'm the boss of the pod. But you're not. I'm not. That's what I'm saying. Well, if somebody wants that, that, like, get that impression, that's fine with me. And that's who it would matter to, right? This week on the show, we'll talk about homemade pizza bagels and eat Eve's veggie pepperoni. HPB! That's what we did. Homemade pizza bagels. It took weeks to make these HPBs. Oof. You know what? I don't think we should call them HPBs. I think it's fine. You th- I think it's fine. You think it's fine? I think, I think it's it fine. just, I think it Turn just conjures. I, I know where you're headed, but I think it's fine. I think that's in your head. Okay. I think it's fine. Okay. This is crisp and clear. You edit these well. There's no room tone or anything. I'm saying the sound. You mix these well. Maybe oh. I should say you mix these well. Maybe we get the dog toy out of here. Yeah, we got to get that dog toy out of yeah. here. Jenna. Yeah. Jenna. Well, she's not going to take it out. Take your dog toy out of here. No. Come, come sit no. over here, baby. Just pick it up and get a girl. All right, I'll pick it up and put it out of reach. Yeah, you're a lot less. I'm kind of trapped in this area. Talking tofu nights. Oh yeah, y'all. We are recording in the evening. Yeah, you've got you've got a fancy drink. I've got a fancy drink. Yeah. What do you got? I've got some kombucha. Oh. What do you got? I have a little, a little mixture that I call a brown hopeful. Ooh. That is. <laughs> what is that face? I like the brown it. hopeful it is uh, avec soda. Ginger flavor. Mm-hmm. It's like a botanical ginger beer. I think yeah. it's meant as a mixer. It is meant yeah. as a mixer, but, but it's, it's also delicious. meant to be drunk. Like it's not meant only as a mixer. I think the cans are so small. The cans are so small, but they emphasize a-, a lot that you can mix it or drink it by itself. I like to drink them by themselves. They are delicious. Well, I mixed mine with a little seltzer water. Ooh. And so it's a little about half seltzer water and half uh avec ginger and I want to try it. I want to try it. I want to try it. Do you want a sip of my brown hopeful? Can I have a sip of your brown hopeful? Right now? I yeah. haven't even had a sip yet. Oh. I prepared it for the record. 
so that I could wet my whistle. Let's both take a sip. I'll take a sip. And we'll do it on mic. And then you take a sip on mic. Okay. A little ASMR for the viewers. Can you hear the fizz? Dangerous. Let's not pass it that way again. I'm so, I have knocked over so many drinks this week. I'll, I'll cover the... If it breaks, I'll cover it. Okay. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, it's a brown hopeful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This I know we're gonna do a episode, an episode on Avex sodas at Are some we? point. Yeah. Okay. But you said you wanted to. I say a lot of things. Anyway, uh, the the ginger beer and the um, jalapeno blood orange blood orange mm-hmm. are both Those, to be fair they're the only two flavors we've tried <laughs> yeah i'm so into them they're so good though but it's that funny ginger... that you were like but those two flavors are something special well they're the ones we've tried and they really wow wow wow, wow i mean jalapeno blood orange i'm sure everybody is is already intrigued by but ginger beer i mean it's got like a flowery situation happening oh it's so good we need more spicy soda in the world is the thing yeah i love a spicy soda too and i I think ginger doesn't count. I think that's the appeal for me of booch. I always love like a cayenne kombucha or like a ginger kombucha because it's got a little, it's like a spice, it's a spicy soda. What's that one? That is the trilogy. It's got, wow, it's fruity. like, it's fruity, but also it's got a little ginger in it. It's not, it's not spicy though. Who makes it? Oh, it's the one that's everywhere. Yeah. But right. it feels like we should shout them out. We're shouting out Avec over here. I have to Avec. look it up. I can't remember. It's that kombucha Avec. that's everywhere. Avec. Is it like C's? No, it's not C's. It's like Health Aid or something like that. It's not Health Aid. I like I like Health Aid a lot. Yeah, they have okay, a cayenne right. cleanse. That's one of my favorites. Ugh. It's real spicy. I don't like the cleanse label being applied to everything. Yeah, I don't drink it for the cleanse claims. I drink it because GTs is what GTs, it's called. That's it. Yeah. Not C's. I like GTs. their ginger aid. Their ginger aid's good. Why don't you ever get that? The ginger aid is good. I got this one because it was the big one that they had. Okay. This is the trilogy. Yeah. And I don't know. I like it. It's yeah, good. It's fruity. I'm just saying it doesn't have the kick. It doesn't have as much kick as but I'd like. It's true. I need like a habanero soda. Ooh. Or like uh, cayenne maybe. I'm kind of, I've kind of evolved past cayenne. Oh, you know, in my in my pepper sauce. Oh my! I'm kind of looking for that next that next thing. I'm not going for the novelty ones like the ghost pepper. I'm not going to do that. But Ooh. I need habanero, like serrano, like a habanero pineapple soda. Yeah, I could do habanero pineapple. I feel like the acid in the pineapple would hurt my tongue worse than the habanero would. Yes, but if you did it with a syrup, maybe it wouldn't be so acidic. A habanero syrup? Habanero pineapple syrup and then mix it with seltzer oh. to make a soda. That's how you make soda. Yeah. I mean, you can do juice, but if you want to make it less acidic, I think. Yeah, but I'd rather it come as a soda by the person, by the company who like nailed down the formula and the blend and everything. Yeah. And then if it's too strong, then I dilute it like I did with the Brown Hopeful with just pure seltzer water. Yeah. And that keeps... The balance of whatever it came as intact, mm-hmm. you know, like it just reduces it, yeah. but it doesn't mix up the balance, you know? I feel like syrup, yeah. you're in a situation where You're measuring. A little goes a long way. Yeah. And you can get it out of balance real easily. 
But if I you're guess mixing the syrup comes balanced. So how is that any different? Mm-hmm. But, you add a tablespoon of the syrup to however much seltzer. Yeah. But then I feel like... I mean, that's almost like saying I don't like to cook food because restaurants know how to balance the ingredients, well, isn't it? I don't think it's quite like that. I think that a good soda... Yeah. Like, it should be the right balance of syrup and fizz, like syrup and mixer, right? Sure. And then if you want to cut that further, you mix it a little bit more with seltzer. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's still got, like, you're never going to get too strong like you would with syrup. Like, it comes at its maximum strength. And the maximum strength is what you're intended to drink. Mm -hmm. And if you want to reduce that strength, you come back. Mm -hmm. Like, you can cut it with seltzer. But with seltzer, or with syrup, you can really fuck it up. Yes. If you don't get your ratios right. But then you could just add more seltzer. Who's got time for that? How long is this going to take? And then you're wasting more glasses. You got to get a bigger glass because you messed up that glass. But isn't that the same situation as the brown hopeful? What do you mean? You cut it with seltzer. I cut it with seltzer, yeah. Yeah. If it was syrup, if I had overdone it with the syrup, uh huh. and in my 12-ounce glass, Bring there the was no way. huh? Bring the mic with you when you turn your head instead of like this. Yeah. Give me notes in the middle of the <laughs> sentence. You were doing it. I was like, that's not his rant's not registering on the thing because he's not talking into the mic. Right. Because so you're saying that with the brown hopeful, you're starting. I've lost my train of thought. Okay. I'm saying if you if I got syrup and I put it in and put seltzer in there and filled up the glass and it was too strong. You'd have to use a whole other glass that's what to I'm saying, even that right. out. I see. Okay. Point made. If this was, if I drank this and it was too strong, the soda, the mixture was too strong, I could just suck up a big sip of it and then put more seltzer in there. Yes. I think what you're describing is really just recipe testing. Okay. With the syrup. So you need someone to figure out, like if someone created a recipe for a habanero soda and you made the syrup, And they said, add a tablespoon of the syrup to 12 ounces of seltzer, fill your glass with ice. Then you would be getting, if you measured, like they said to you, in theory, it's the same as getting it from a can. You're just, if you measured properly. Right. And then if you want it to be, then you could mix it with more seltzer, just like you did with this next time you made it. But then I have to assume that everybody's making the syrup the same way across the board. Right. Which, if they've made the soda and are providing me with the soda, then I've got their ideal mixture. You're afraid you'll mess up the syrup at making it at home. I'm afraid I'll make the drink too strong and not be able to salvage it. I see. Without using more glasses or more trouble. Honestly, the great thing about this is it took like five seconds. I don't want to get in the lab every time I want to drink. Yeah. Now I'm scared to move my head. You can move your head. I'm just going to stay still looking straight (laughs) ahead. Don't do that. And robotically acknowledge the world around me. No, don't do that. Well, you got me self-conscious now. Hey, Dave. It's my second week with a new uh, microphone. Yeah. Now you're you're giving me notes. You're getting in my head. You're doing great with the new microphone. It doesn't I gave sound you, like I am. I gave you one little note. Mm, last oh. week you gave me a lot of notes about where I was putting the cable. Oh, because the cable makes a crackly sound. Another note. I'm not saying that the, it was a it wasn't a different note. Or justified. Yeah. So you're, it's in my head. You're oh. in my head. 
in your head. How are you doing, Dave? I'm fine. I got my drink. It's nighttime. How are you? Talking tofu nights. I'm great. I got my second vaccine shot on Sunday, and I slept a lot Sunday and Monday, but I don't actually think it was from the vaccine. I think it was because I couldn't sleep Sunday night because of uh, anxiety about getting possibly symptoms, which I never got. Cool. Yeah. And then I booked a bunch of travel to see family who I haven't seen in over a year. I'm going to hold my baby niece. I'm going to hug my mom and my sister. And it's pretty exciting. That is exciting. I'm in a good mood. Yeah. Yes. Sounds that way. Yes. You got a lot of notes to give. Good mood, full of notes. You're going to take a note to her for your family, tell them all the notes that... uh, Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, I've got them written down in my given, phone. So I've been can, able to give them for a year. Year's worth. It's going to yeah. take, I mean, I had to tack an extra day on yeah. just for notes. Yeah. So, mom, look forward to that. Well, hurry back. <laughs> I'll make sure to bring my notes for you with me when I return. Yeah, I got a feeling you'll keep a, keep a line open. <laughs> hey, we got a, a, a letter. You want to hear Did it? Did we get a letter? Yeah. Who'd we get a letter from? We got a letter from. Did we say what we were going to talk about on the show? Yeah. Oh yeah, HPVs. HPVs. We got a letter from Jen on Instagram. Okay. I don't know if she wants me to drop her her handle or not. Okay. Uh, the, she writes, "If you can find these anywhere down here, these accidentally vegan candies are my fave." Goldenberg's peanut chews with the dark chocolate coating. I have a hard time finding. These anywhere except New York and a 700-pound bag on Amazon. This is in reference to your candy mention on the podcast. Was it, is she entering the sweetstakes? This is her sweetstakes entry. Are we still doing the sweetstakes? I think the sweetstakes ended. I think no, no one made the deadline. But this is Was a, there a deadline? We did set a deadline. It was before my birthday. Like we did. But... Well, there's another one coming. That's true. We didn't say what year. Anyway, Goldenberg's Probably peanut shoes. We need to find them and and try them. Goldberg's. Goldenberg's. Goldenberg's peanut chew. Mm-hmm. If it was Goldberg's, I was going to say, what do they cost? 1980 something? Because <laughs> it's like the show. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of that show. So I found a picture of them. Hey, RIP George Siegel. Oh. Yeah. Hell of an actor. You could say a nice thing about him while we're on this. Instead of reading. I'm trying to find a picture. We could do a little tribute to George Siegel right now. He was a hell of an actor. Just shoot me. Who did he play on? He was the grandpa. Oh, he was a great actor. Yeah. I enjoyed him very much on that program. It was a pretty shitty tribute to George Siegel. I'm, I'm not sorry, saying you why? did it. I'm saying I. You really put me on I the ran, spot. I, I'm blaming myself for a shitty tribute to George Siegel. I wasn't. Dave's dreaming. It's all your fault. Oops. Okay, I found it. No. Okay, I found a picture of them. It looks like it is peanuts and caramel and possibly like a peanut chewy situation on the bottom there and. Coated in dark chocolate. Would you like my phone so you can see the photograph? Can you just turn it so I can see it? I have good eyes. Okay, cool. It looks good. Yeah, it looks tasty. They look really delicious, and I want them. Hmm. The company was founded by a Romanian immigrant, David Goldenberg, in 1890. Peanut chews were first introduced in 1917. I don't want to order a 70-pound bag, though, but I want to eat those. Maybe we could go in on it with somebody. 
Maybe this gin. Maybe. If anyone else in Atlanta would like to go in on a 70-pound bag of chocolate with me and Dave and uh, and this Jen, and Jen uh, hit us up. <laughs> we might do that I'm, with you. It might be. I, <laughs> we could look first. Yeah, we could look first. I don't think it's just landing on the fact that because a letter said that a 70-pound bag was the only way they could find it. Yeah. I'm not saying we're better at sleuthing, but I'm saying it might be worth looking. Things may have changed since last time she looked. Maybe we do letters at the end of the episode. No, we do them at the beginning because it incentivizes people to write us letters. Well, we got to put ourselves out there. Yeah. We're not putting ourselves out there. I know. How do we, we do, gotta that? do that? We got to do that. I know. We can't count on this limited pool of listeners to evangelize us. Sure. Apparently. <laughs> we got to put ourselves out there and be a little obnoxious. A little more obnoxious than this is, Ooh. which is pretty obnoxious. I feel like when I listen to it, I feel like I'm pretty obnoxious. On it. Dave, do you have a news item? No, what, why are we moving on so fast? What? Let's soak in this for a minute. Okay, let's soak in it. Do you think I'm ob- obnoxious? No. Why would I think really? that? Really? You don't think I'm even a little bit obnoxious? What is I'm asking happening for notes right now. now? I'm asking for notes now. No notes. Okay. I, you answered real quickly, though. And you did like a defiant thing with your arms, like you spread them out. Like, you were putting me out the like, spot again. Me. You're not obnoxious. Okay. Like my voice isn't obnoxious. Dave's dreaming it <laughs> out of your head. <laughs> this is me at night. This is what I do at night. Meet nighttime Dave Streepy. Yeah. A little less, a little less confident than daytime you know, Dave Streepy. The world's worn me down by this point. <laughs> it's had more hours yeah. to... Yeah, I get to stew in it for a couple hours and then I go to bed. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> then I wake up, clean slate. Clean slate. <laughs> we should record in the mornings. No, I'm busy in the mornings. I'm sleeping. Enjoying the world. <laughs> I go out for a run, smell the fresh air. Yeah. Listen to my music. It's great. Yeah. You're back to running, like regular running. Yeah. That's very exciting. Yeah. I like it. I like it too. I like it. My knee hurts a little bit. I'm going too hard. Yeah. Got to ease up on it. What? What's your note? I was going to say, tell everyone how far you ran this weekend. I don't want to do that. He ran eight miles. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. Day after his vaccine. No, the day after the day after my vaccine. Oh, yeah. Day after You didn't you have sleeping. symptoms, but I had symptoms. Yeah. I got hit pretty hard and had to take a take a day on the couch. Yeah. Then I was good by the end of that. Yeah, it was and then like the next day I went for a run. Twelve hours, sixteen hours. I didn't time it. It started in the middle of the night. Yeah, I didn't think to start the timer. Five AM ish. Started feeling better around eight thirty nine PM ish. I don't think it was five AM ish. I think it was around the time I went to bed after I was feeling kind of rough. Oh really? Yeah. So like a full day. No, and then like around dinner time, I was feeling better. By dinner, okay. And then we did a Netflix party with friends, and then after that, you went to bed, and after that, I had so much energy, and I stayed up until like probably three o'clock just because I like couldn't sleep. Yeah. And uh, you did sleep a lot during that during the day. Maybe you slept for an hour. Is that it? I did time that one. Really? Yeah, because I, I started a uh, riff tracks when I laid down on the couch to kind of close my eyes to, yeah. and then when I woke up, I paused it, and so I saw how much time had passed on the video. 
Huh. And that was how I knew how long I'd been asleep. Nice. Yeah. Except for you should have slept more. Well, I feel like I slept the right amount because when I woke up, I felt refreshed. Oh. Well, that's so, a good way maybe, to yeah. measure it. Yeah. Maybe it's not this clinical number of hours that you need to nap when you have symptoms from your COVID vaccine. And maybe it's just you do what your body needs to do and you listen to it. Yeah. And I did. Great. We got the Pfizer, everyone. I Well, I'm saying that because <laughs> every time someone finds out that we got our second shots, and this has happened a lot of times considering how recently we got our second shots, everyone wants to know if we got symptoms, what they were, how long they lasted, and what we got because people who are going to get that shot are like gathering data in their heads. And I think the thing you can draw from this is that Using just these two data points mm -hmm. is that there you cannot expect anything. Yeah. Who you knows? cannot prepare for anything. Real dice roll. Right. Like. Yeah. Yeah. It might happen. It might not. It's not really worth stressing over. Mm -hmm. And I think the most you can do is like make sure you have a light day the next day in case, you know? Yeah. But I think you were like. At the point where <laughs> you were trying to like disaster prep the next day. Yeah. And be like, all right, well, what's the kid going to eat for lunch? What's the like? <laughs> it's true. Like trying to, it was like, we, we, we would have figured it out. I know. Well, normally like medicine, like medications tend to hit me pretty hard. Like, yeah. Like pain medication. Usually I need to take a half of a pill or like a whole one will just knock me right out horribly i have a very like low tolerance for and so i figured that i would get hit pretty hard by this too since i was you know we had been talking to friends who had had some really intense reactions so mm -hmm. i was like oh boy here it comes yeah but then nothing and then nothing pretty much nothing yeah i just had to sleep off that sleepless night and that yeah. was it hey what news item what you're in such a rush. <laughs> we have we have one thing to talk about on this episode. That's true. I guess you're bored and you want to move on, so we'll move on to the talking toe news. I'm not bored. <laughs> this is talking toe news. This is a segment of the podcast where I um, take you through a headline from the world of vegan news. And this headline, I'm going to just say up front that this relates to the UK, does not relate to the US yet, but I'm hopeful and you'll see why. Ooh, I'm so sorry to interrupt. I think I have a correction about a previous talk in Toe News. Can it, can it wait until I'm done with this? Yes. Will you remind no, me? No, just remind correction. me. Remind no, me. we're going to forget. So during the episode when we talked about the Nourish cheeses and how yeah. we wanted them to do the waxy wheels, uh -huh. Nourish is a Baby Bell brand of vegan cheese that's coming out in the U.S. And they're doing they're launching with shreds and slices. And I got very upset yeah. because those little baby the wheels. Shreds and slices we have lots. <laughs> shreds and slices we have lots. Yeah. But waxy wheels I wanted. And we have not. We have not. Nuts. There it was this Nuts. whole time. Anyway, we didn't do that on the episode. No, and we tried so hard. <laughs> Where were our heads at? Anyway, pretty obnoxious uh, of me to not come up with such an easy joke. So the press release, I don't think included this information, but Kadri 
found an article that said that they are planning to launch the waxy wheels later. I don't know if that's a correction so much as it's an update. Is it Upon just an update? Upon deeper investigation, yeah. we found out that we were right that they are not launching with wheels as part of their initial line, mm-hmm. but that it's planned for further down. That's an update. It's not a correction. We didn't do anything wrong other than not nail that joke. Yeah, I think it was worth going back just for the joke. Well, yeah. Just saying be kinder to yourself. Thank you. Yeah. Be obnoxious like me. Burger King to launch. Oh, sorry. This is plant-based news. Uh, Liam Gilliver is the writer of this article. It's from April 19th, 2021. Burger King to launch new vegan chicken Royale burger. (gasps) Quote, it's delicious. Oh, my gosh. I think this is what they say, though. Is there a picture of it in the story that I can see that you can? I don't know yet. I haven't gotten there in the story. Okay. I'm very excited. We need to get to Brighton immediately. Fast food chain Burger King is reportedly launching a new vegan chicken royale burger. Images sent to Vegan Food UK show the new meat-free dish, which hasn't officially launched yet. Imagine going all the way to Brighton to eat at a Burger King. Go on. Okay. here's Here's a picture of it. It looks like... So Burger King's chicken sandwich uh, is a pretty unique sandwich in that it's like a long sandwich it's like a hoagie style as opposed to just a round sandwich uh like it is at most other places look at that mayo this one looks like yeah and that was one of the things they nailed about it It was heavy with lettuce and mayo and i think that was it really might have had onion or something on it pickles Um, seems like that sandwich is begging for a pickles but um yeah so this this sandwich looks like that it's long sesame seed bun got a vegan chicken patty in there uh it's it's exciting it Um, is exciting and so you know it it makes me hopeful that it's going to come here because they've already got the impossible whopper Mm -hmm. and that's like revitalized them in a lot of ways giving them a lot more interest uh not just among the vegan community but among those who are just looking to eat a little bit healthier version of fast food so why not why wouldn't they yeah, it seems like this is what you're saying. Like, give us a chicken sandwich. I I know it's happening. Yeah, maybe I want maybe it. Probably, though. probably, probably. Mm-hmm. What do you think they're using for that patty, though? Who do you think they're working with? Because that's probably what makes it easier for them. That the way the breading is on it is giving me Morning Star vibes. Right, but it's also corn. Looks like that. Also, all of those knockoff. Oh, yeah, um, corn. Or not knockoff, but like store-specific brand, like the Kroger brand, Simple Truth, all yeah. of that. They all look like that, too. It could be a corn patty because those are vegan also. Not all of them, though, right? They, no. <laughs> but yeah. they do have vegan chicken patties and a vegan spicy chicken patty. Yeah. And maybe they launched nuggets since then? Uh, it says that Plant Based News has contacted Burger King for comment. So we'll see uh, what turns up. Uh, Liam Gilliver, thanks for putting yourself out there. Getting in the trenches. I want to eat that sandwich. Yeah. I bet that we could make a similar sandwich. So In the meantime. Just in the meantime. And we do. Mm -hmm, We do. Frequently. Yeah. But that's like... (laughs) Would you get an impossible whopper and be like, I could make this? That's not why you do it. Like, Yeah, you do it for the ease. Yeah. It is exactly like the me wanting to make a syrup just so you could have the soda that's in your head. I think 
the syrup thing mm-hmm. is more like you riding a bike from a store, like renting a bike at the beach or something like that and being like, I could build this. Like it's complicated. Making syrup? No, not making syrup, making the drink from the syrup. Oh. You got to dial in a lot of stuff. You have to recipe test. You're coming at this from somebody who does that. Yeah. I was and, saying I would do that for you. But why? What's, where's the joy in that? Because if we had the syrup in the fridge, which syrups keep... No, we're talking about the the bur- the chicken sandwich now. Oh, we do that already. Right. So what is your point? <laughs> I don't know. I want to eat this one from Burger King. I want to go to a restaurant and have the food cooked for me and not have to worry about it. Gosh, I want that too. No dishes. Right. Imagine. And I want a fast food version of that too. I want to be on a road trip and be able to pull over and have a choice of what I get. I remember what that was like, kind of. Right. Those were the days. They were days. They were days. But it was the kind of thing, you, yeah. You don't. You don't miss it till you don't have it, and then when you get it, you're like, "Holy shit, this is great." Mm-hmm. It's been so long now. I'm used to like. Just knowing that it might be a veggie delight. Well, veggie delight was the default for the longest time. Publix, like around here, I know Publix, but they like having that that deli show up at more and more roadside like exits um, yeah. went a long way. And then you can grab tofurkey. I had it just slide it in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think what was happening was we were just getting like loaves of bread then. Like we weren't even getting pub subs anymore. We were getting loaves of bread and tofurkey and whatever and just making sandwiches. Pretty exciting. Yeah. Burger King, we want Good it. Good news. I'd like it in time for summer road trips, please. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. No. We'll get the Impossible Whopper on our summer road trips. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, we will. Although the Impossible Whopper makes me feel pretty garbagey after. And I don't understand really why that is because impossible. Like if I make an Impossible Burger on a bun – with lettuce, tomato, onion, pickles, I feel fine. But if I eat the Impossible Whopper, even if I don't have that many fries, even if I have just a couple of fries, I tried last time we did it. I was right. like, maybe it's the fries, or it's like too much. But even with if I limit the number of fries I'm having, I feel horrible after. You know, the thing that makes me feel rough after eating fast food is the sauce, the amount of sauce that's on the burgers. I don't know what's on the Whopper. But I think it's a lot of ketchup. And I don't eat ketchup normally. No, these Whoppers are dry. There's nothing on them. Do you them. think they're dry? Yeah. When I ordered them with no mayo, the place where we usually go is... Hey, Siri. What's on the Whopper? Ketchup. There was no ketchup on my Whopper. Thanks, Siri. Mic drop. I'm not going to drop the mic because I don't want to pay for it. I don't know what would happen. It would just make a noise and be fine. Mics get dropped across the world all the time. True. But yeah, ketchup. And like I can, like it seems really generous to me, the amount of ketchup that's on there. Hmm. Oh, maybe it's the ketchup's on the bottom. But you're a sauce queen. I love sauce. But my point is maybe it's the type of ketchup. Maybe mm. it's hunts or something, you know? Oh, yeah. 
I don't know. Because you're right. These are all ingredients that you eat at home. Mm-hmm. Like together at home, not even right. just th- separately. Yeah. Do you want to talk about what we ate this week? All right. Do you want me to set the scene? Set it up. Yeah. Okay. This is another another GTFO is vegan order moment. Dave got me that huge box for my birthday with all kinds of stuff in it. And included in the box was this Eve's veggie pepperoni. And it's been sitting in the fridge waiting to be made into pizza. We don't make a lot of pizza. Well, it's also been waiting its turn. We've been trying to make this order last as long as we could. Yeah, we've been stretching it out so that we can enjoy it all for as long as possible, which is basically me restating what Dave said in a different way. Yeah. Uh, So Dave had the idea of making bagel pizzas, and I thought that was a great idea. Yeah, I love bagel pizzas when I was a kid. We'd make them a lot. Obviously, there were bagel bites, but I remembered fondly being like taking a bagel and putting mozzarella shreds on it and tomato sauce and then putting your toppings on it and then cooking it. Basically, that you know, the things you do when you make a pizza, but it's on a bagel, and somehow that makes it such a different and fun experience. Yeah. So we, Dave is very specific about yeah, like grocery store bagels. He, it, Thomas or bust. And so we got- For grocery store bagels, yeah. Because they're all garbage. Right, right, right. I yeah. know. That's why I specified, because obviously there are better bagels, but- Well, and Thomas aren't great either. They're just the best of- The bunch. Yeah. Right. So we worked with what we had. So we got the Thomas plain bagels and I decided that they. They're loaded with preservatives is the thing. Like a bag of Thomas bagels does not go bad and that's a problem. Yeah, it should. Bread should go bad. It's like made of microplastics. Yeah. It's not really. I don't want to slander Thomas bagels. That That was an exaggeration. Yeah, I was joking. It was called a joke. But there is something about the fact that it. They don't go bad. Yeah. They stay good forever. They're like the canned good of bread. It's a little worrisome. Yeah. I'm not like actively worried about it. No. Because I eat it a lot. (laughs) But I mean, I probably do worse things to myself without even knowing it. Probably that impossible Whopper. Hey. Hey. I'm just. Hey. uh, Yes. So the kid and I made these together. It was very fun. Uh, We kept it very easy. I just stayed in the other room saying, where's my pizza? Where's my pizza? He brought a knife and fork into his office so he could bang them on a table. It was really weird. a napkin under my shirt to make a bib. Mm -hmm. That's what he did. Cracked a beer. Just kept yelling. It's really weird. So I was working. We took the bagels and we... working. You were working. Dave was working. Sorry, everyone. Dave was working. So while he was working, the child and I made bagel pizzas. It was a busy day. It's just a lot. Do you want to talk about it? No. No. <laughs> I'm sorry I brought it up. Okay. I didn't. You brought it up. I'm you, sorry you, you brought made, it. You made it sound like I was waiting for the food to be prepared and brought to me. I think I made it pretty clear that it was a joke. <laughs> no, you were you no, it wasn't even a joke. You were just saying the kid and I made it, and I was explaining why it wasn't all three of us making it. Oh. Well, usually it's just me because I enjoy just oh, kind boy. of bustling around the kitchen. <laughs> But uh, this seemed like a perfect meal to get the child involved. And I really want him to start cooking with me more because we were doing it a lot when he was little, little. Mm. And that kind of fell off. 
Yeah. And I, I want to get it back because it's so fun to cook with him. Yeah, I get it back. So I wanted these to have a little more surface area than a regular bagel. So we grabbed the rolling pin and we mm. kind of rolled out each bagel half so that they were a little bit flatter and oh. wider Whoa. so that we could fit more toppings on. And wow. then we just used jarred pizza sauce. Just watch out for some jarred pizza sauces have cheese in them. So just make oh, sure you yeah. check the ingredients. But And the jars yeah. are glass. And if you drop the jar, mm-hmm. you want to watch out for broken glass that gets in the sauce. Yeah, don't use it if you break the... Yeah. You might not Good. notice. Like it could just like a little piece of it could break. So <laughs> we spread a little bit of pizza sauce onto each bagel half. And then uh, we sprinkled on some green onions because we had some that needed to be eaten. And then, did, I, did those go on mine? Yeah, mm. under the cheese, just to add a little. Oh, you snuck it! Broccoli in the milkshake. Well, I didn't want to put them on top because they would have like gotten scorched in the oven. But under the cheese, they're protected. So then we added one well, uh, cheese downtown. I hit some green onion under the cheese downtown. That's it. That was good. I liked it. I missed your singing. So then we covered them in Dea mozzarella, but you could obviously use other cheeses. I know Dea is divisive, but we like it. Why is it divisive? Some people hate it. Why? Because it's got a taste. Oh, they don't like the taste. Yeah. Okay. I, don't I just mind. assumed there was something about the company because usually that's what it is. With Dea, I don't think so. I think it's just the taste. Cool. But it's like people who don't like Dea hate Dea. Huh. You know what I say to that? What? Different strokes, man. Different strokes. As long as it's not like a problematic company. I'm yeah, just I don't like, think hey, so. live and let live, man. Yeah. Any vegan cheese that melts will work. 420, man. It is 420, y'all, live when we're recording. And let live. <laughs> oh, boy. What? So then we put the Eve's pepperoni on top. And then I roasted some broccoli uh, on the side because I felt like we needed some vegetables. And I baked them at 350 for like 20 or 25 minutes. I think 25. And I should have done 20 because they kind of got a little scorched on the bottom. I think I left them too long. Didn't Mm. check on them. Not once. I didn't mind that. Yeah, I didn't taste it. But when the kid noticed it, he refused to eat that part. Yeah, that's kids being kids, I think. Yeah. But if I I think it would have been fine after 20 and not had as much blackening on the bottom. I thought it was good, though. Yeah. I thought... It's interesting to hear that you flattened it. I did not hear the rolling pan come out when I was in the office doing my job. Uh, But that would explain why it tasted like a pizza crust. It tasted more like a pizza crust than I was expecting, which was a cooked bagel that still had a little bit of up and down sponginess to it, you know, which I thought worked really well for it. Thank you. The pepperoni, Mm -hmm. I did not like. I thought the pepperoni was the Eve's ham cut into circles. Mm-hmm. And I need a little more kick than that in a pepperoni. I need a different texture than that in a pepperoni. I need it to be able to cook to the point where it is a crispy little disc like a poker chip. Yeah. And I just didn't get that. Yeah. And I don't know how much longer it could have been in there. I don't know. Yeah, it didn't get crispy for sure. I think it is the same base as the as the ham. I agree with you. But there are like little bits of fennel and they have little like fatty bits in there too like you'd find in pepperoni. I think it's like the base is the ham and then they added like um, sausagey seasonings to it. 
not enough. No, I agree. It did taste like cold cuts on my pizza. I'm not necessarily saying I didn't like it, but it was not a pepperoni experience at all. When we were ha- making talking about dinner tonight, uh, we talked about making salads. And then you said, oh, and we have some pepperoni leftover. I'll put that on. And instinctively, I went, oh, no. And yeah, it was it was I didn't enjoy it on the salad tonight either. No, I thought it it just was a miss. It was sad. I was bummed. I have some notes on my phone. I'm pulling them up. I said that uncooked, it tasted like bologna to me and it had Mm. a bologna texture too. uncooked. Mm. They were like. They they really hit me like mini bologna yep. pieces when I was I, yep. t- I tasted one as we were making the pizza. The kid and I each ate one. He loves them. Yeah, he likes them. Um, Tell you burn it. Yes. Uh, yeah, it didn't. I really liked it though. I put in my notes that I loved it. It did wow, not. Loved it. Yeah, I think he brought me down a little. Wow. Um, but it it hit that spot for me is what I put in the notes like that like meaty salty. It also wow. has been a very long time since I've eaten right. animal pepperonis. But for me, I, for me, a lot of the time with vegan meats, not necessarily looking for it. It's not that I'm not one of those vegans that's like, I don't like vegan meat that tastes like meat. I do. But that's not necessarily what I need from vegan meat. Like if it just gives me that vibe, I'm mm. happy. Like if it hits the notes, like if a vegan bacon is salty, sweet, smoky. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can have all those notes and it doesn't taste like bacon, but for, for me, it gives me enough bacon that I'm happy. If that makes sense. That makes sense. I feel like with most of these, the failure lies in the texture though. Like, because if you're not doing something really specific to it, mm-hmm. and I guess specific is the wrong word, but unique with it, it just kind of all boils down to the same texture, mm-hmm. the same kind of sponginess the same like cold cuttiness that's not a cold cut like and you can season the hell out of that and make it enjoyable but it's all the same and vegan bacon is the same way like it it suffers from the same thing this light life bacon if you don't crisp the shit out of it um it's just gonna be that same texture and you're you're gonna like not you but you one is gonna not hate it yeah. But it's also like you're not going to be singing any praises about it either, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a mark of failure when it's either failure that they didn't make um, a special, like a really unique bacon or a really unique pepperoni, or it's laziness. You're just saying that I'm going to cut this in circles and package it up as another product and market it as another product. And you know? call it pepperoni. That's good. Thank you. Good. Yeah, I do think you're right. I think that Satan has a very meaty texture and I love Satan, but I do think you're right that we lean too hard on Satan. And it it has a very meaty texture, but you have to be pretty innovative, otherwise it just has the same texture. You can make Satan right. be different. It's possible is the that's the frustrating part. Yeah. Like something like a pepperoni made from seitan 
you should go into that being like, how how can we make this crispable? Mm-hmm. Same with bacon. How can we make this crispable? Because that's a huge part of eating those types of foods. That's, that's not to say 100% of people eat it that way, but that's kind of a hallmark of both of those foods, you know? Mm-hmm. And nobody does it. I actually feel like, is it the light life bacon? If you fry that up, in a ton of oil because I don't know if you guys knew this about bacon, but it is greasy. Yeah. If you fry it up in a ton of oil so that you're getting that greasiness and like you said, just crisp the hell out of it, I think it really gives you a pretty great bacon experience. I've I don't think that a meat eater is gonna be like, This was yeah. a pig, but right. I think it hits the mark. Right. Well, yeah, I don't think it's you're never gonna get that one to one experience of what like a meat eater's bacon would be, but you can you can still get like a unique character and a unique flavor and a unique experience from it. And I think with Light Life, I've I've gotten there with the crispness by doing it on a skillet with like pancakes and stuff like that. But the end result is like I've cooked it to the point where it is falling apart. Like the the <laughs> magic is broken. Oh no. Uh, but the taste is good and you're you're okay eating like pieces of it rather than strips of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, just doesn't feel like we're there yet. But it's not bad is the thing. Yeah. Like with Eve's, I might have liked it less than, than I liked the ham, but maybe that was because I was so hopeful for the pepperoni. Mm-hmm. Like to have the experience of eating pepperoni like on a pizza and maybe it was that level of disappointment it did not taste bad it just tasted boring yeah it was a little bland yeah yeah i i wonder i think that some of those failings are because plant-based foods have this reputation now of being healthier and so i wonder like pepperoni is salty it is salty as fuck and i think that maybe they were trying to keep the sodium under control because like how much salt is in like a serving of pepperoni, I wonder. Yeah, but like I, I, w- I hear you. I agree. But you're 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 bringing a, a bat to a football game. Like people want salty as fuck pepperoni. Yes. People want junk food pepperoni. Nobody's buying this thinking like being like But I think that people that's are what- maybe, but not the majority of people. But I think that they're thinking about like a health-minded shopper who's like, ooh, pepperoni, but healthy. Mm. Yeah, this has a lot less salt. There's almost twice as much sodium in meat-based pepperoni as in this. And I wonder if just doubling that salt would have given you what you wanted. Yeah, maybe. I doubt it, though. I just think with a lot of vegan meat, and that's where like Impossible and Beyond, I think are doing so well, they're not trying. I mean, they, they build themselves as healthier, which is funny. I don't know how much healthier they, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but, um, like they don't hold back on like the fat and the salt and stuff. Right. Their burgers are very salty. Right. But, but so is a hamburger is salty. Like I think that they kind of understood because they are trying to make it taste like meat. Right. I think that they're, they understand that, you know, like, your mouth is expecting certain flavors. Right. I think you're being really apologetic to Eve's though, 
for the like they tried to make a pepperoni and they made a boring pepperoni they didn't it's not like they tried to make a diet food. Oh, and- no. I'm not apologizing. I'm just saying I understand why they did it. I think it was a mistake, but I don't but think... But I'm, I'm questioning if that's really why they did it. Oh, yeah. Like, that's a... a you put that on them. There's nothing about the packaging. There's nothing about the marketing, right? It says plant-based. It says low-fat, good source of iron, good source of B12. I don't know. I'm feeling... I think that's the normal... To your point, that's on the impossible marketing. That's on, It's not like a, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let me look at their website. I feel like though, I don't know. I feel like I'm being health marketed to with this packaging, but maybe not. But I think a lot of these old school vegan brands, like they're trying to be healthier than meat. Right. And if that's, but to your earlier point, it would have said low sodium. Or like... 50% of right. the sodium of, yeah. Right. They don't have a lot of health claim. Healthy eating is all about making smarter food choices. Yeah. And this page is just all about the dietary. Gu- so they do have kind of a health angle. And I wonder if that's why. I just, I feel like that's. that's because pepperoni is also very fatty. I agree. And there's don't a- make pepperoni if you don't, if you don't want to <laughs> go. Like, no, there is. A much smaller market for what you're talking about. I can't believe that they would choose that smaller market when they're dealing with an already smaller market. Yeah. You know, I I just feel like, yeah, maybe there is a healthful angle to it, but maybe that came after the fact when they were like, we made bad pepperoni and we need to find (laughs) a justification because you're, you're bringing that justification after we're agreeing that they made bad pepperoni. Like, and I, I know that you're not saying it's terrible pepperoni, and I agree with you there, but we're finding, we're, we're trying to do the work of finding reasons why it might be okay that it's bad pepperoni. I feel like we and have this conversation a lot where we're doing the legwork and then we're like, wait, we're doing the work that they should right. have done. But is it wrong? No, like, I'm just, just funny. Yeah. I was having a deja vu moment. I thought I'd share it with yeah, you. Yeah, I'm just making sure that you're not saying like you're. Just- oh, no, 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 no. I'm agreeing with you. Okay. Because there it's not if it is a healthy angle, if it is supposed to be the healthful pepperoni, it is not marketed as the healthful pepperoni. We're looking for context clues to build the story Mm -hmm. that it is healthful pepperoni and that that was their intention and that they didn't they just didn't make it clear enough to us that that was the case and we went into it expecting that it was full pepperoni. Like Yeah. That's like fanboy level uh, retconning. (laughs) That's like what you do with Marvel and Star Wars movies. Star Wars movies. Star Wars movies. In the Star Wars. To be like, well, actually what they meant to do was to make a bad movie that uh, that would get the fans all upset so that the next movie would be good. You know? So I'm I'm not a Eve's pepperoni fanboy and I'm I'm not going to participate. All of that said, our child who has never eaten a pepperoni in his life loved this yeah he ate the pizza for dinner he ate leftover pizza for lunch he ate my leftover pepperoni that i didn't want in your salad in my salad yeah for breakfast he had buttered toast with pepperoni on it yep 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 Ooh, can i tell a story about pepperoni yeah sure when i was a kid i grew up in kind of a health food house most of the stuff we kept around the house was pretty healthy uh and one day after school I went to a friend's house and 
the dad was there and he made us a snack and he made us buttered toast and then pepperoni from like a package just mm. like this, mm-hmm. but not not vegan, <laughs> um, buttered toast with pepperoni on it. And it blew my mind. It was so good, mm. which is how I was telling the kid about it, yeah. which is why he asked for it for breakfast. But I went home afterwards and was like, did you know <laughs> That you could buy. And my parents were like, they fed you what? Why were they so upset about that? That's not like, not like he gave you cigarettes. I know. Well, <laughs> I think they were just horrified at what an unhealthy snack It's not it that was. bad. How is that better than like a ham sandwich? Batter. How is that worse than a ham sandwich? <laughs> I don't know, but they were pretty upset. Maybe it was my dad that was upset. He's probably just jealous that he didn't think of pepperoni toast. <laughs> also, I'm not crazy that the kid ate pepperoni toast this morning for breakfast. <laughs> we needed to eat all that pepperoni before it went back. You could have. Yeah, there were two other meals where that could have happened. I know. Yeah. It was just a treat. Yeah. He just did it as a nostalgia treat. Right. Anyway. Yeah, see, it's not a great snack or breakfast. No, it's a great snack. It would have been a great <laughs> snack. It was a great snack. Yeah. I loved it. I wanted to eat it all the time. Why? I got the smackdown. I don't understand why. I don't understand the outrage. I guess because of how processed it is. Okay. It was the 80s. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the food pyramid was different then. Yeah. Everything was that processed. Even your health food was that process. It probably was, yeah. It absolutely was. We didn't know. Did you do uh, the cheese crackers thing where you had the little tub of cheese, and then you had the little red, uh, no, little red rectangle that you scooped the cheese and put it on the crackers? You never had that. You never had it in your life. Oh, I had it, but it wasn't like a thing that was in the house. Okay. I remember when Lunchables came out. And yeah. it took a little lobbying to get Lunchables. I really wanted them yeah. because everybody had Lunchables and they looked so fun. I wanted Kid Cuisine more than I wanted Lunchables because Kid Cuisine had the brownies. I don't think we ever, I don't know, maybe maybe we did, but I don't, I don't remember eating Kid Cuisine. Yeah. Maybe like on a night that they were going out and the babysitter was feeding us. Yeah. I don't know that I ever had it at home. I think I had it at like a sleepover or two. And that wasn't because it, not because it didn't jibe with the philosophy or anything like that. It's just, you yeah. don't have what you don't have, you know? Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. If you're, oh, wait, we got to rate it on a scale of it. one to seven roadside exits. Okay. I'm going to give it a 4.5. I'm going to give it two. Oof. Yeah. Do better. I would eat, get it again. I wouldn't. Well, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the show, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us out, and we love reading those five stars, five stars, five star reviews. It really helps us grow the show. We might even read yours on the pod. You can also follow us at Talking Tofu on Twitter or Talking Tofu Pod on Instagram. I'm Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram, and I'm Glue and Glitter on all social media. And we'd love to hear from you. Do you have a question? Uh, wait, what? I'm going to do that again. And we'd love to hear from you. Do you have a suggestion for a food we should try? Thoughts about an episode? Just want to say hello? Or, or questions okay. Questions? I don't know why you overwrote that. Yeah, questions okay. Do questions okay too. 
Questions are good. <laughs> questions are we good. We can answer them, and that is something to, to take up time on oh, this, yeah. on the episodes. Questions encouraged. Yeah. We love a question. Yeah. Write those questions to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Or you can also message us on Instagram or Twitter. We if, respond to all of that. If, uh, if you... Write us a letter and ask us a question. It's kind of like you're a guest. It's true. And if it's a question that we can't answer, we will try to hunt down a guest who can. Uh, No promises. Yeah, no promises. But we'll do our very, very best. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Okay, bye. Bye Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.